What up, what up, what up? Alright, so, I'm back. And in this particular episode, oh, first of all, the show's still coming, the book's still coming. Um, those are the newest two things I'm about to drop. Um, but I wanted to discuss in this episode the chaos that has happened to black people. And... Martin Luther King was Martin Luther King the destroyer of black people and I bring up Martin Luther King because he's basically the one that him and some others in the civil rights community they basically they brought in integration and integration has been very destructive for black people for many reasons and even right now, we're not in control. Um, a lot of black people believe they can make change through the political process. And is that actually possible? So let's think about this, right? To make change through the political process, you need a majority. So even if um, President Barack Obama wanted to do something, right? Like say, because I know a lot of people in the woke community are mad at Barack Obama, and I completely understand why. Um, but even if he wanted to do something, or the next black president wanted to do something for black people, it takes a majority. So, electing President Barack or the next black president doesn't really matter if there's not a majority in the Senate that has the same views if there's not a majority in a house that have the same views so basically it's kind of no point unless we can get our people in the Senate 
in a house because that's how laws are passed in this country. So, that's just simply the truth, right? Um, so, what was Martin Luther King doing? What did he actually think? His I Have a Dream speech was about white people and black people coming together. So he wanted to basically bring white people and black people together. Which is cool. It's cool. The problem is the only way that could happen if white people actually wanted to come together. Instead, what white people have done, they basically have gotten basically all the money, all the resources. Black people gave up their businesses to join white people businesses. It's ludicrous to me, actually. It's pretty ludicrous, um, especially in a capitalist system. So now black people don't have any power. I mean, we're basically in a rebuilding stage right now. But this came about because of integration. Somehow black people, well, I'm just going to simply guess that a lot of black people wasn't educated back, you know, in that, that was in that uh, group. Um, that they didn't completely understand capitalism. That's what I'm going to guess. And maybe a lot of them was tricked. Tricked maybe by, uh, I guess you could say more liberal um, white people. Maybe. I'm guessing that's what happened. I don't know. And then we give a lot of praise, which is kind of, I'm a little bewildered by it, right? We give praise to um, Rosa Parks for sitting in front of a bus like I think she didn't want to go back to the back of the bus and we give her praise for that um why not give somebody praise for not getting on a white bus but getting on a black bus why do we give her praise for getting on a white bus and not going to the back of the bus when they told her to. I'm a little bit withered by some of this stuff, right? Uh, I don't know. Like, it's crazy. But basically what they did was they hurt the future of the black race. That's what integration basically did. And basically everything... We basically depend on white people. For everything just about which is why you will see the unemployment rate for black males to be the highest out of everybody black males are the ones who struggle the most in the United States and even so that I just said that the black men the black racists the ones who are struggling we just gave a billion dollars it looked like to the Afghanistan that we just brought in Afghanistan people let me make sure that let me make sure that I don't have that incorrect but I'm pretty sure 
that's what it said which is pretty crazy to me we gave oh, I can't look and we're like oh we got yeah but all that money to the Afghanistan people while the black race is struggling so why would we do that it simply looks like nobody cares about the black race is what it seems Okay, so if that is true, why do the black race keep voting and not getting nothing? Like, what is the point of that? getting nothing for your vote why do some black people still give praise to people that brought in integration which basically helped destroy the black community it's basically what it did um a lot of people talk about the black family concept and I don't like to get too much into that. But you can say our black families were broken up. And it's for multiple reasons. I mean, there's a lot of black males that are actually in jail, right? And I think at one time, I don't know if it still is, but maybe two years ago, I think I read, 51% of the population in jail was like black males. And a lot of black jail, I mean, a lot of prisons are actually private prisons, right? So it's a business. They privatize prisons. I'm not saying all prisons. I don't know if, I don't know if all prisons are privatized, but there are jails that are privatized. And so that's crazy to me. So that means they're actually wanting more people in prison, right? Which is crazy to me. But, hey, it is what it is. So, basically, black people have been getting attacked for multiple years, right? Since we've been in this country, basically. On multiple fronts. But, one of the craziest things is, there's actually a lot of black people that are actually helping white people do this. That is insane to me, but it's the truth. Hmm. Well, it is what it is. Um, and think about this. For Martin Luther King, there's a holiday for him. For Malcolm X, there is not a holiday. 
By the way, if you don't know, Malcolm X was the one who was talking about self-reliance. But they took out Malcolm X first and took out Martin Luther King once he started trying to march for money, basically. He was going to get the money, supposedly. And not too long before that, I think Martin Luther King, it was something I read that he, um, he gave a speech talking about he, uh, something about giving, taking his people into a burning, uh, house or something, something like that. I forget what it was said, but basically it sounded like he recognized what he had messed up at, basically. Um, but, yeah, man, so, like, I'm just talking about the two paths that basically the black community could have took. They could have went the Malcolm X way, or they could have went the Martin Luther King way. And there was actually a lot of people on Malcolm X side too, but I think Malcolm X, I mean Martin Luther King had more people that went his way. And I think that was because Martin Luther King was Christian and Malcolm X was Muslim. And what a lot of people don't realize, we were actually Muslim before we got to this country, right? The, um, I'm not sure if, well, I'm not even going to go there right now. But, yeah. And so, integration has basically hurt us pretty bad. And that's not me saying that I won't. Like, I want to see segregation, but when it comes to economics, I think we might just have to because of the way that other groups are moving. And so, something I would like to see, I think we can do, right, locally. And I've actually already seen a few mayors do it, but we can create funds for black businesses and I've actually seen this happen with other um, with a few mayors already so that's something that we can do um, because black businesses need capital and if black businesses have capital and they succeed they can hire other black people right but that would actually hurt um white businesses right or at least that's how a lot of white people think right because they're thinking of competition they don't want competition if they keep the status quo that means they keep everything all the resources are going to them so basically we just have to switch up like switch how we've been doing things right and a lot of people are already on this um, business path that I'm pertaining to. More people are becoming more business oriented. And I think it's necessary. It's essential even. Um, to create gener generational wealth for your family, your kids. Um, if you have kids, that is. Because what Martin Luther King did, he basically gave up everything. Like, I'm pretty sure he didn't understand what he was doing. 
and the people that follow him and so many people follow him and they basically followed him into a trap basically and so now we're trying to make up for what they did you know so that's where we at we were like in this rebuilding stage but I'm starting to see um, more people becoming more business oriented more business minded which is a good thing and it's necessary um so that is what has happened so far um and that's how we kind of got into this stage i mean but there's been other things right other laws that's been passed right i remember the gi bill and from my understanding a lot of the gi bill didn't go to a lot of black people um there were redlining there's been so much right and then um before Martin Luther King we had um different businesses in different cities that were thriving. White people actually burnt down most of our thriving cities and took our resources basically. And so I can kinda see why some black people are afraid of creating thriving cities. We just have to protect ourselves, I guess you could say, right? Because we know the jealousy that, you know, comes with when we start building our thriving cities, our black Wall Streets, you know. So it's absolutely necessary to create our thriving cities and to make sure this time that we protect these thriving cities. But we can actually create them, create the Black Wall Streets digitally now. So we don't necessarily have to do the brick and mortar if we don't want to. But I'm sure there are going to be some brick and mortar, right? Businesses out there. Um, so yeah, man. Um, just the chaos of what has happened to the black community. And what is still going on, you know? Um, not only have I heard about the Afghans getting something, um, there, were, there was another group that got something also. Um, so, and then before them, uh, the L, LBGT, um, you know, they got theirs, you know? But the black community, all we have gotten is a holiday so far. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of, you know. Um, holiday. Yeah, which is not a tangible asset. Uh, it's not tangible. We need tangibles. As you will hear a lot of my, um, a lot of the other black uh, people say. Which is it's, it's necessary, and so yeah, man. It's just when I think about like what is valued. That's another thing, right? In a lot of parts of the black community, education isn't actually valued, which is sort of insane to me. But in some parts of our community, it isn't valued. Which is the problem that we have to change. Um, 
just there's a lot of stuff we got to do basically to get back you know to where we used to be um because we haven't always been like this by the way um Egypt was really black people. Um, I know sometimes they like to say that Egypt was white in some of these movies. They like to pit white people. No, it was actually black. But I guess you can call it whitewashing. Yeah. Um, That's something that a lot of the white community likes to do. They like to whitewash things. Um, And if you're not educating your children properly they might actually think that's true that Egypt was white you know and that we were always slaves and you know this and the third so it's very important for parents right because parents think I know some parents that think having a child is just keeping a roof over their head and feeding them it's so much more so much more you got to teach them financial literacy they actually don't teach that in schools and actually, I would just say that the parent has to be a teacher to their ch- their child. Um, and I say that because if the parent don't teach them, somebody else is going to teach them. And usually what happens is that black child ends up being a white supremacist if nobody else teaches them a lot of times. Um... I see a lot of athletes that are mentally white supremacists. Um, you just, we just have to do better, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, let me see what else. Should I, uh, you know what? I'm gonna stop there. I'm gonna stop there. Cause I got to go. It's actually pretty late here, so I will talk to y'all later. Peace. Something that I also forgot. I just had like an epiphany. As I was thinking about history, right? And I'm thinking about, you know, Martin Luther King. And I thought about another supposed to be icon. Jackie Robinson. If I... And uh, yeah, Jackie Robinson, yeah. Um, and this is the guy that. So he basically is celebrated for being the first black person to enter a white league in baseball. So he's the first black person to basically leave the Negro League to go to the white league and we celebrate him for that <laughs> wow I'm hoping that this was like white people that put this into a lot of black people's minds but the fact that we celebrate this no that is not what we're supposed to be doing we're supposed to be black people that want to build up our black businesses and the Negro Leagues was a black business. You know how much the Negro Leagues would be worth right now? If we would have kept it up, kept it going? What if it wasn't the, what is it, the MLB? I think it is. 
What if it wasn't that, right? The professional white league. What if it was the professional black league? Some of that money we could uh, use from our league and, like, create our own schools, right? Instead of going to these schools where white people are teaching us incorrectly, right? Um, And there's so many of our kids that aren't being educated properly. And so, man, like, the way that white supremacy has been, like, manipulating black people's minds is incredible to me. And, like, black people keep falling for, you know, the the craziness. But that's just something I just thought about right there. Um, now I'm, I'm, I'm gone now. I'm going to end it right here. I'm going to end it. Bye. Peace. <laughs>